The year was 2020, and our hero was stuck in the middle of a hot, deserted, boring summer productivity slump. At a crossroads, the choice was hers alone to make, to start a podcast or to wait until 2021, or some other unidentified date in the distant future. Suddenly, out of the corner of her eye, she saw a rider on a horse racing up to her at full speed. Was it a mirage, or was it finally someone who could tell her which microphone to buy? Howdy, I'm Emily, the rider said. I heard you needed a hand getting started with that there podcast of yours. Our hero, parched dry of actual helpful information, was speechless. Well, I've got a mini-course to teach you how to get started if you're keen. Reaching deep into her pockets, our hero pulled out a thick, giant wad of cold, hard cash. Oh, no, 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 your money's no good here. This course is free for the taking, said the rider. Our hero, at a loss for words, held her hands in the position of the thank you emoji. Always happy to help, partner. Now, get to recording. The figure rode off at an unreasonably fast speed into the distance. Some say she went to get ice cream. Others say she really had to go to the bathroom. But one thing's for sure, you can get her free mini-course How to Start a Podcast at theultimatecreative.com slash startapodcast. That's theultimatecreative.com slash start a podcast. You're listening to The Ultimate Creative, a podcast designed to help creative entrepreneurs like you manage your multiple careers, expand your skill sets, and get more done. I'm your host, Emily Milling, founder and chief creative officer of The Ultimate Creative. Welcome to another episode of The Ultimate Creative. I'm Emily, your host today and all of the days on The Ultimate Creative Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about attracting the right customers with your podcast. Why? Because it's very easy to do and it's going to make your life a heck of a lot easier. But first, why is it important to attract the right clients generally? Well, if you've ever had that feeling like, gosh, I really wish I didn't have to email this client today or like, that pit feeling in your stomach where your whole stomach just drops every time you see a new notification come through from this person. This is the kind of thing we want to mitigate by creating avenues for the right people to find you versus the wrong people. And I talk about this a little bit as well in being yourself on your podcast, because you're going to create an experience that the right people are going to gravitate to. I'm going to get into that a little bit later, but of course, if you're going to be attracting the right clients to you with your podcast, the first thing you want to do is start a podcast, and I could definitely help you with that. You could check out my new little free mini course called How to Start a Podcast. Yeah, it's free. It's for you. Specifically you. Yes, you. Looking at you. Friend. So why do we want to pick the right clients for our business? Is it because we have all of the extra money in the world and we can just be picky, choosy, whatever, flippant about it? And you must be thinking, wow, Emily must be rolling in dough if she's able to say, like, I don't want to work with that person or I only want to work with that person. 
not true at all. I had to make some pretty tough decisions in order to get to this place where I'm only working with the people that really, really resonate with me and I resonate with them. And it's super hard to say no to things and to say no to money sometimes. But I can tell you that by making the decision to only work with people that are really on your level, whatever your level is, at the same brain wavelength, it's going to make your life a lot easier. It's going to eliminate stress. It's going to eliminate that shitty feeling that you get in the pit of your stomach when they email you. And it's going to, in turn, create this ripple effect where you are sending positive energy out into the world. Yeah, it's a little woo-woo and crazy, but like, The more positive I am, the more my current clients have been seeing it. The more they see that, the more they want to refer in similar people to me. The more they refer similar people in to me, the more money I'm making. So what started out feeling like it was going to be a huge revenue loss for my business ended up being the best decision I have made to be super, super picky about who I work with. So after I'd made that decision and I already had the podcast going, I started working on a strategy that would really draw people into me that are similar, like-minded, all of the stuff that we've been talking about so far. So the reason why you're here today listening to the podcast is because you want to know how you can use your podcast or your videos, whatever, to attract the right customers to you. So I'm going to give you a couple of steps that I took in order to make this happen. It's pretty simple and straightforward, so it's going to be a pretty simple, straightforward episode for you today. So step one is to think back to your why. Why do you actually like doing what you like doing? Uh, What are the values that you have that make you who you are? Like my values are honesty, transparency, openness, very, very clear communication, and of course, comedy. I love comedy. And if you can't joke around with me, we're probably not going to be a very good fit working together. If you can't joke around with me, we're going to have a blast, right? It's going to be a heck of a lot more fun for both of us. So think back to your values, your why, what gets you really, really excited. Then you want to think about your audience avatar. If you've never done an audience avatar exercise, there are so many different templates on the internet that you can grab or... Of course, shameless self-plug, you can just do my free mini course, How to Start a Podcast, because I do take you through an exercise that helps you identify who your target audience is. The main thing that you should really focus on when you're looking at your audience avatar, and by the way, an avatar is like a profile. It's like your, it's like the classic marketing demographics, except that it's more of a psychographic, but it's even deeper than that. It's like the mental process. It's empathizing, really empathizing with your customer, your ideal customer, so that you can get in their heads and you can adapt your entire content to them specifically. So when you're doing your audience avatar exercise, I think my most favorite element of this, aside from the storytelling part, is figuring out what their motivations are, what makes them open their wallets, get off the couch and click pay now just to buy your product. What is it that's making them do that? What are some of the brands that they engage with regularly? What are some things that those brands are doing that you can emulate and replicate in your own way? Um, and also think about like the type of language that your ideal customer likes. So I know that my ideal customer probably isn't super duper corporate. 
and probably isn't expecting me to use a lot of corporate jargon and lingo because that's just not where they're at. Most of the people that I work with are entrepreneurs, and so they're more used to working on their own, working at their own speed. Uh, They don't need to go through a lot of approval processes, so their motivations for decision-making are totally different from that of a person in a corporate environment. And because I've come from a corporate environment, I do understand what all of the different hoops are that you have to jump through in order to get certain things done. It takes a lot longer. So if your ideal if your ideal customer is someone in a corporate environment, how can you use your content and your voice and your brand overall and your strategy to really connect with them and make it easy for them to get the approval they need, for example? Your audience avatar is also going to help you identify the format of your show. Is it going to be interview only? Is it going to be you talking to them directly all the time? Is it going to be five-minute episodes? Is it going to be one-hour-long episodes? Is it going to be broken down into segments? Or is it going to be just one long conversation? By understanding what type of content your audience avatar likes to consume, what they gravitate towards more the easier it's going to be for them to make a decision to listen to your podcast and then to make a decision to hire you for your services or your products, right? This is also important for the types of guests that you're going to have on. If you want to have on a lot of guest experts to speak to various things like for The Ultimate Creative, it's all about digital marketing. I love digital marketing. I think it's super awesome and fun, which is why I have various guests on that speak directly to those things. Um, I guess experts like Leanne Kim or Nia Lee, they speak to sales and marketing, video strategy. The other types of guests that I have on or will have on in the next month or so, you're going to hear a lot of these, are case studies. These are customers and clients that I have worked with that I have helped to accomplish a goal, being to launch their podcasts. They are my podcast rocketeers, my very first round of podcast rocketeers, and so I'm going to be interviewing them to learn about how their podcasts have developed since using the program and how it's changed their businesses. And I want to make sure, too, because I'm not like a huge hit you over the head with sales stuff kind of a person. I'm more of a weave it in kind of a person. That's just my speed and my style. Um, So what I like to do with the guests that I'll be having on with the case studies that I'll be having on is also weave in an element uh, that is going to give you the listener, my audience, another value add. So Leanne Kim, she didn't do podcast rocket, but she is one of my podcasting clients. She speaks all about productivity and content marketing as productively as you possibly can. I'm going to have on Nicola Holmes, who is also a coach, and she talks about big changes and what are the things that you can do to make your big changes happen. So these are things that I know are going to resonate with my audience uh, on a more um, internal, empathetic level. Things that I know they need, but at the same time, it's also doing double duty by giving you the opportunity to hear how everything has worked out for my podcast, Rocketeers, If you are looking to start your own podcast, probably in the next month or so towards the end of September. So with all of this, your guests, the format of your show, your tone and your voice, all of this is going to work together uh, as a result of your audience avatar. So make sure you do that exercise because it will give you a huge, huge boost to really connect with the right people and attract your ideal customers. Next, we're going to talk about just being yourself. And you know me, I just like to be myself as often as I possibly can be. It doesn't mean that you have to like leave in all of your mistakes and errors because goodness knows 
I lose track of my thoughts pretty darn quickly. That is just a side effect of an ADHD brain, and there's not much I can do about that. So I do leave some of the flubs in because I think, you know, it does give you a much better understanding of what it is like to work with me. Most of the time I'm coherent, but, you know, when I'm talking into a microphone and a camera for a half an hour, sometimes my brain goes in different directions, and I'm not entirely sure where, but I have to draw myself back into it. So those are the situations, I think, that, like, it does make sense to cut something random out if you're just rambling forever and ever and ever. Or... If you think that that's something that's going to make your your audience feel really comfortable with you and more inclined to work with you because you're really showcasing uh, more of a vulnerable side, a less polished side, then that is that's great. I think it's I think it's really good to have a mix of these different elements because really ultimately you want to be giving people uh, a glimpse of what it's like to work with you. They want to feel that connection. So with your podcast and speaking directly to people in their ears. Be as authentically you as you can be. Uh, otherwise, what's going to happen is you're going to pull people in. So like if I was like giving you a lot of corporate jargon, again, my audience and my ideal customer is not necessarily a corporate person. If I'm using a lot of corporate jargon, that is the kind of person I'm going to be bringing in. If I'm using a lot of random words and swearing and cursing and all of that sort of stuff, I'm going to bring in the kind of people who use random words and swear and curse and all that sort of stuff. People who want to be a little bit more off the cuff and want to have a little bit more of a personality element thrown into their whole mix. That is okay. Just make sure that it is true to you. Otherwise, it's going to feel like hard work. It's going to feel like hard work and you're going to pull the wrong people in towards you. If you want to attract people that are like you, just be yourself. It's pretty straightforward and simple. Step four is to create an experience. So my example here is for Podcast Rocket. I want to give you an understanding of what it's going to be like to take the course and to hear my voice talking at you and and to know what kind of information I'm going to be giving you. So a lot of my content this month and next month, they're all going to be focused around podcasting topics. This is the experience I want to give you so that you know yeah, it's a lot easier for me to click that button and say, yeah, I want to buy that course. Absolutely. Or yeah, I want to sign up for that mini course. Absolutely. I received some feedback actually for the Ultimate Creative Podcast. And it was, I like listening to your podcast because I don't feel like I'm in school. So I'm not tuning it out automatically. That to me is really, really awesome feedback because it means that I am making that connection with my listeners and it means that I'm not talking down to you, which is something I never, ever want to do. I know you're super smart and we're just in this together collaboratively trying to move the needle on everybody's businesses together. Um, I also really had a crappy time in school, so maybe that's where this is coming from. Like, I don't want it to be like a sit down, shut up kind of situation and and take all your notes and blah, blah, blah. I want you to feel like you can actively engage with what I'm giving you here. So if I'm able to create that experience through the podcast, it's going to be easier for you again to make that decision to click buy. So try to think about some ways that you can create an experience for your listeners that would have a similar effect. If it's a coaching business that you have, maybe you do live coaching sessions on your podcast. Mel Robbins is a really good example of that and and her books as well. She does live coaching sessions for her audio books. And so you really understand what it is like to work with her. If you're in a business where you're teaching people specific things, music lessons perhaps, you could record a music lesson session. Again, don't forget to think about what is motivating your audience. 
if their motivations lie in feeling good and feeling connected and engaged with the brands that they're purchasing from, make sure that you are able to provide that and get creative with it. Think of different types of experiences that you can provide through your podcast that will have that result. Finally, step number five is closing the lead. So think about what your audience needs, but what they actually need. Think about the questions that people are asking you when they slide into your DMs on Instagram or that when you have a discovery call with them, what are the questions that they're asking? Take note of these questions and make sure that you answer them with your podcast. Don't answer them so holistically that you are just giving it away for free. I mean, you can. there's tons of stuff you can give away for free and I do believe in free content because everybody should be able to learn everything. That is the internet and that's super fun, but... What you really want to do is close the lead, right? You want to be making money. So if there is a way for you to consolidate down a whole bunch of information about how to attract the right customers with your podcast or how to generate revenue with your podcast, then those are the types of topics you need to be covering for your people. These are the questions actually that I get asked the most. The number one is how do I make money with my podcast? What's the ROI? How do I generate revenue? So next week, that's what my podcast is going to be covering because that's what you're asking me for. And that is what I hope is going to help you make the decision to work with me or to purchase Podcast Rocket in the future or to sign up for my free mini course. I've thrown a lot of these things in here today. And I, again, like not a huge fan of like yelling sales and beating people over the head with it, but uh, I, I like throwing it in in this type of podcast episode because it gives you an opportunity to see how I structure it so that you can replicate it. Really think about this as like a tutorial, like a one-on-one me and you. I'm explaining exactly what my process is to you so that you can go out there and replicate it because again, my whole deal is just, I want you to be successful and I want you to make lots of money. And I want to help you do that through podcasting. So without further ado, that is the end of this episode. Without further ado. I mean, like, that's something you usually say at the beginning of an episode, but this is a short and sweet one today. I wanted to just give you super fast tips to get the right people into your business. Remember, always just focus on those motivations. Do the audience avatar exercise. Find one online. Google it. Whatever. Do whatever you want to do. Make it easy on yourself. Just make sure you're being authentic, you're giving them what they want, you're answering their questions, and you're focused on their motivations. Also, think back to your why. That's the recap. Have a lovely, lovely Tuesday. Thanks for listening to the Ultimate Creative Podcast. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find this show. So if you found some value in what you've heard today, please rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Okay, time to go do all the things. Bye!